good evening. My name is Richard. This is over and over and over again. And this is the Arsenal Women's Show, episode seven, I believe it is. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, two big games Arsenal women have played over the last um, week or so. Two very good results as well. Fantastic performances uh, to go along with those as well. A few more bits and pieces in the news as well. There's no game this week, of course. It is international break for the women. So there's no game to preview. Um, we have to not playing for a couple of weeks until the end of the month, the FA Cup semi-final but um, we've still got loads of other stuff that's been going on in the world of Arsenal women so we'll get into all that the other side of this Hello, welcome to the Arsenal Women's Show on Friday. It's just gone up. So we're a little bit late starting. We've got a few technical issues with a couple of the guests at the minute, but I'm sure that will be sorted out. But we have um, got our usual panellist, Andreas, with us. How are you tonight, Andreas? You OK? Yeah, good evening. I'm not too bad, thank you. Hope you're fine too. No, great stuff. Um, obviously, just before we start, really, I just wanted to kind of talk to you about you did you did attend the Bayern Munich um, Champions League game, didn't you, the other night? Uh, what was that like? Just tell us about that. Yeah, I was in the stadium in Munich yesterday. Uh, Bayern Munich won 4-0 against the, the Swedish champions, uh, Bika Hecken. It's formerly uh, Gothenburg FC. And oh. uh, yeah, it was a very good performance by Bayern Munich. Uh, four goals, it could have been more. So yeah, uh, they had uh, some pressure because uh, the first match was only uh, a nil-nil draw in, in Lisbon. So uh, everybody expected them to win. It's it's not so easy, but uh, was really good performance. And I, I'm convinced that Bayern Munich will, will make their way through the group uh, stage and, and will qualify for the next round. Yeah, it, it certainly you, you would imagine that that they will do, but uh, you can never take anything for granted, can you? In the in the Champions League, you just never really know. But um, what what was the crowd like at the at the game? Uh, can't compare this with the crowds in in England. I think about one thousand uh, last uh, Saturday. There was the top uh, match uh, Bayern Munich versus Hoffenheim. I think we will talk about Hoffenheim later on. Uh, yeah was uh, first against third in the in the table and we had uh, 1250 uh, spectators it's, uh, and then uh, when i saw on on sunday chelsea versus leicester uh, 2700 it's it's yeah. really disappointing uh, but what this uh, concerns in in germany the interest for the for the women's football should grow they are playing Really good football in Bayern Munich is is for a few years now uh, in the European top. They were uh, in the semi-finals last year, 1,200, 1,000. Yeah, they would deserve more. It was a really good match. Yeah, no, no, it certainly sounded like a good match. I mean, do they play in their own stadium then, the Bayern Munich women? Or do they play in, in the, I don't suppose they play in the big stadium, do they? I know they have their own stadium about uh, 
2,500 capacity only. It's it's a really fine, nice little stadium. It's perfect for the women's football, but uh, there should be these 2,500. Mm. Yeah. They, they, they can't think about playing in the Allianz Arena where the men play with, with 75,000 capacity. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't see uh, or, or hear 1,000. It's, yeah, it's really disappointing. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it, it will grow. I mean, you look at how the attendances in, in England have grown as well in recent years. So I think it's, um, uh, it, it probably will happen over, over time. And I think the more exposure that the women's game gets, obviously you've, you've mentioned before, haven't you, Al, the, the English game is, is shown on, on television over in Germany as well. So hopefully the more exposure that the game gets, the more it will bring crowds in because people will realise uh, how entertaining the football is as well. Yeah, the the match versus Hoffenheim from the German Bundesliga last Saturday was shown on uh, German free TV, and uh, there were 1.5 uh, million spectators. So this this is this is a first step, but this is one match out of so many that is shown on free TV. Yeah, yeah I mean, obviously over here in 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 England, we've sort of got a new TV deal for the WSL this season and we're getting games on the BBC as well as Sky. Um, and I think so far it's actually been a real positive for, for the women's game because uh, it's getting more exposure. I've noticed that, that the crowd seem to be very good as well inside the stadiums when the games have been played. Uh, so, yeah, I, I do feel as though TV, although, you know, um, we've seen today that the pictures have been, some of the pictures have been changed because of TV and stuff. And, uh, you know, that was always a problem with the men's game as well. And I know it will be an issue, but um, I think overall, the more exposure the women's game gets, the better it's going to be. And hopefully it will lead to bigger crowds. I mean, even the crowds in England could possibly be bigger, couldn't they, really? I mean, you know, even even at Arsenal at Boreham Wood, the ground holds, what, four and a half thousand, Ooh. isn't it? So, you know, we could potentially be getting another thousand uh, in there every, every every game. And the, the girls certainly deserve the bigger crowds, don't they, with the football that we're playing, certainly so far this season in particular. Yeah, but the English foot, uh, women's football is at least one step uh, beyond, uh, one step ahead of the German. And, yeah, it's, mm. yeah. Uh, as I said uh, a few weeks ago, uh, some of my friends are watching more and more uh, WSL matches on TV as, as they have the chance for it. And they say, OK, then I'm watching the English football because I want to watch the women's football. So, uh, yeah, no, no. And, and, and the situation is perfect. I can go in the stadium in Munich and I yeah. can see all the matches from Arsenal on TV. I love this. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it's brilliant. And, you know, it's been great here as well with the fact that, you know, the games are shown on telly now. There's a lot more coverage, which is which is great. Um, and I think it's going to be, it might it might take a little bit of time, but I do think it is going to improve the um, the, the crowds in the stadiums as well eventually. Actually, we've got Matt joining us. He, he was just saying he couldn't make it. And there he is. Look, there's, there's Matt. Fantastic. How are you doing? Hi, guys. Yeah, I'm really sorry. I've, I've been feeling a bit ill, so I... Didn't know whether or not I was going to make it tonight, but my voice is feeling fine. So hopefully oh, everything's going to go all right. No, no, we, we're good to everyone. I might have to change the things so that we can see you a bit better. That's better. Yeah, just make it a little bit. Oh, that's the wrong That's the wrong one. What are we doing? Oh, we put it on that one. That will do. Um, no, no, it's, it's, great to, it's great to see you anyway. Um, I know Amar's coming as well. Hopefully we can get Samantha on as well. She was having a bit of problems with a link. 
um, coming through. Amar says he's just running a little bit late. He will be with us um, very shortly. So um, what we'll do is, and obviously now we've, we've got Matt here as well, we might as well make a start on actually looking, going back to well, nearly a week now to what turned out to be in the end, a very good victory in the WSL. So, yeah, another difficult game, actually, wasn't it? And again, we maybe started quite slowly. It seems to be a little bit of a theme recently, doesn't it? We may be slow getting into our stride, getting into our rhythm. And Everton were quite good in the first sort of half an hour or so of that game as well. But once we got going, again, we were really impressive. And that turned out to be a really important and and I thought a very impressive victory. What did you make of that, Andreas, in the Everton performance? Because it took us a while, didn't it? Everton played well at the beginning. They looked pretty dangerous, didn't they? Yeah, uh, it's exactly as you said. Uh, it seems as uh, in the last matches, we always need a while to come into the match to find to find our rhythm. And uh, this was uh, the same against uh, Everton. Uh, so it was dangerous for about 30 minutes, I think. Uh, mm. They could have scored too, and uh, I was not so convinced that we are going to win. But then, with with the yeah, with the first goal, it's like like an opener for for everything. Uh, the team feels feels better. They they yeah, the combinations are better. And then mm. yeah. okay, and then we saw fantastic goals. Katie again, <laughs> she, she has self confidence. <laughs> Unbelievable, and and the third goal from from uh, Frida Manon was uh, yeah, just yeah. just another goal of the month. <laughs> I mean, we, we said didn't we that last week that um, Katie McCabe's goal against Aston Villa will be goal of the season, and then Frida pops up with one that could potentially even be even better. I mean, that was a fantastic goal, wasn't it? Yeah. And it put the seal on uh, what was in the end. I say an impressive victory. Amar's Amar's joined us as well. How you doing, Amar? Thanks for. I know you're a little bit late. Not, not to worry. Don't worry. Well, you're on mute. Oh, yeah, you on mute. Yeah, make sure you uh, unmute yourself. You're still on mute. You're on mute. No, oh, now you're on. Now he's on mute. What's going on? We couldn't hear him before. Oh, he seems to have a few technical issues going on. We can't hear you, MR, still. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't know whether your, your microphone's not plugged in or something's going on. But uh, anyway, Matt, we'll, we'll, we'll come to you. Uh, what did you make of the Everton performance? It was a good victory in the end, even though I say it did take us a while to kind of click, didn't it, and get going. Yeah, and it sometimes these teams are like Everton. They've been in the WSL for years, and they're going to test you. They're not. They know what they're doing. They want to get to Europe, so the uh, Champions League is where they want to be. Um, so hopefully, it'll be interesting to see how they could do this season. At the moment, they've lost four nil to us, to Man City, and three nil to us. Hmm. So. Um, it was a it was a good experience for them. Uh, again, uh, just on their front, uh, Sandy McIver, she was mm. a good goalkeeper again. That we, uh, she's another one that's coming through at the moment. So mm. I hope to see her soon in the England setup. Um, but again, as Andreas has said about the uh, Casey McCabe and you as well, Richard, about um, that goal and Frieda as well. They're going for the goal of the months and goal of the seasons. It's just every single time you. You see them go. It's yeah. I think apart from the Hoffenheim, we haven't seen a goal of the month contender in that one. But it's it's good to see that the, all the girls are scoring, even if uh, Viv isn't scoring, which is important. If you you can't rely on one player at this stage. No. 
No, I mean, it, it, it's strange because, you know, Viv hasn't been scoring as many goals in the last few weeks as she was at the start of the season. She seems to be playing a lot deeper as well. Um, but she did obviously get a goal last night, which we'll come on to. But yeah, it's good that even when Viv's not scoring, other other players are stepping up and getting the goals. And we're still scoring plenty of goals as a team, aren't we? Which is great to see. And, and as you said there, you know, it looks like we're having our own goal of the season competition just on our own at the moment with, with the great goals uh, that we've been scoring. Uh, we've got a comment in the chat there from um, Empress29. says, good evening, Richard and guests. No, thank, thank you for, for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying the show. Emma, have you got your, have you got your mic sorted out yet? No, we still can't hear you. We still can't hear you. <laughs> so, but Emma's going to go and sort his mic out. I'm sure he'll be back in a minute. Obviously, he did do a great uh, vlog actually for the um, for the Everton game last week. Some great footage there from the from the game, which was good as well. So, which that went on the channel. So, we will speak to Emma about that in a minute when he gets his uh, when he gets his microphone issue sorted out. These things can happen. We seem to have a few technical issues going on tonight uh, with one thing and another. But anyway, we will get there. I'm sure. No, we still can't hear you. <laughs> you still, we still can't hear you. No, you still can't hear you. If you go onto the camera or mic, it should be you should be able to access it there. Should be able to sort out the audio and everything from there. If if your settings seem to be fine, maybe drop out. I'll bring you back in again and come back in. That sometimes that might sort it out. Um, but anyway, we will see. He seems to be having a few a few microphone issues at the minute. Um, hopefully it'll be sorted out. Obviously, it's not normally a problem. We can normally hear him fine, so I'm sure it will be sorted out very soon. Uh, there might just be some sort of setting issues that he's got. Um, yeah, so if he drops out and comes back in, that might sort it out. But anyway, I mean, yeah, I, I thought overall it was a, it was an important victory as well because that, that sort of games, aren't they, that can easily slip away from you, certainly in that opening 20 minutes or so when Everton were on top. And as you said, Andreas, they had a couple of chances, didn't they? And it was a little bit nervy. I, I was a bit nervous as well, thinking... This game is getting away from us a little bit, but it just shows, doesn't it, the great spirit that they've got and the determination. And, you know, they just kept going and kept going. And eventually um, the goals went in, you know, and, and some great goals, as we said. I mean, I think that that goal from Freedom Manham, actually, that was such a good strike, wasn't it? The way it bent away from the keeper as well. I mean, that's got to be one of the best goals um, that we've seen at Borehamwood. Yeah, and I'm, I'm so happy for Frida because I saw uh, pictures from her after the match in Barcelona. She was uh, in tears and embracing her mom, who was uh, in the stadium mm. in Barcelona. And this shows uh, with how much heart she she's playing. And, and yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, to see her in tears was so uh, so sad moment. And then three days later, she scores such a goal, and I was so happy. And I think uh, this uh, uh, the fact that. We have so many different goal scorers. Uh, mm. This is something uh, that Viv is also very much enjoying. I read uh, she was uh, nominated for the um, yeah uh, player Ballon d'Or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ballon d'Or. Yes, uh, and she said, uh, I, "I'm not playing uh, for." personal awards I'm playing uh, to win with the team titles uh, and, and yeah. trophies with the team. That's that's what I'm aiming for. And this is typical for Viv. And now she has a team around her and she sees every everybody is able to score. The mm. team is performing. Uh, one is fighting for the other. I'm sure she's really enjoying this time at the Arsenal more than the last two seasons. 
Yeah, no, I agree. She certainly seems to be. Um, Amar's oh, back. Is his microphone working? Yeah, I think I've tested now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 it's good. It's great. It's great. Yeah, yeah, no, so it's we, good. It's good. It's good. Obviously, before we get your thoughts on the event, going, really wanted to say thanks for the footage that you sent through from yeah, the yeah, ground. No, yeah, no, it, was, it that was. could have been better, but it was not bad for a first-time effort, I don't think. No, it, it was it was great, you know. And now, obviously, we've had we've had your footage, which was brilliant. We had Matt's the week yeah. before Aston Villa, which was great. Yeah. Also, obviously, we had Harry before that against Man City. Yes. So I think it's added some great content and some great insight to the channel. So thank yeah. you very much for, for doing that. No really problem. enjoyed that. No brilliant stuff. Um, I mean, what did you make of the Everton performance, the Everton game in the end? It was a tough game for a long time, wasn't it? Yeah, I was there. I mean, it was always difficult to break them down the way they set up. But, I mean, once we got control, they never looked like getting back into the game. The only scare was when they put a cross in and dug in and narrowly failed to get onto the end of it. I think it was yeah. Christensen who put it into the box. Narrowly went wide of Zinsberger's goal. But after that, we controlled it and they never looked like scoring. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we just we just looked, we just just uh, looked so solid at the back going forward. And, yeah, as I said, <laughs> they, seem, they seem to be having their own goal of the season competition every week, every game. So, yeah, Katie's was the one I saw, I thought. Keeper has made a mistake there, but to be fair, she did catch her a bit cold, but uh, there was nothing wrong with Frida. I think the whole crowd just around just erupted when I went in. And it was just so, I was just so happy for, for Frida because if anyone yeah. deserved that goal, it's her because I think she's been outstanding. No, she has. Yeah, she's been one of our one of our best players this season. Um, imperative views. He says Frida and Katie came up with a banger. They certainly did, and they were both needed goals. Well, because obviously Katie's goal, the first goal in that game, was really important, wasn't it? And it was. I thought at first as well, like you, am I, that maybe the goalkeeper could have done a bit better with it. But I do think it caught her out, didn't it? Because she hit it so early, um, yeah. and it was it was a great strike. Um, and she had, I mean, the goalkeeper had no chance with uh, with Frida's no. goal. I mean, no goal he would no. save that. Right in the top corner, it's brilliant strike that yeah. was. And yeah, I, I mean, it was a sort of hand on it at one point from one of the camera angles. I don't know if she managed to or not. I think she got a fist on it, yeah. And then the second goal, I don't know, the second goal was a bit odd because they were all jumping for the same <laughs> ball and they collided with each other. Yeah. yeah, the two the two defenders sort of ran into each other, didn't they? And uh, for that goal, it wasn't the greatest header from uh, from Lot either, was it? And the goalkeeper maybe could have done better with that one, but I mean, I'm yeah. sure overall, we definitely. We definitely deserve to win. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, imperative yeah. view in the chat says we didn't play great, but under Jonas, uh, we have that clinical edge in front of goal. Yeah, we do, and we, we're quite relentless as well with our attacking play, uh, as we'll yeah. come on to again for the last not last night's game. I mean, I thought some of our attacking play. I know we've got some great attacking players now in the squad. Yes, we can we rotate do. as we did on Sunday, and we have done the last few games. We're rotating the, the, the players, and it's not really making us weaker, is it? And it's great to see. No. Um, the options that we've got, even even you look at the bench and the quality that we've got on the bench is just must be the other teams must look at that and they must yeah. be wow, well, you know what what, what 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 can we do against this team and you know let's just hope that we can keep clear of injuries. Um, Nigel's in the chat again. He says uh, Jordan Nobbs has been magnificent since returning from injury. Yeah, mm. she, she certainly mm. has. Um, she's a great passer of the ball and she'll be a starter in our strongest eleven. Yeah, I mean she's been starting the last few games. She has looked. Uh, she's getting stronger every game, isn't she? Since the injury, that's good to see because yeah, we've yeah. missed her, haven't we? She's not, and it's good that she's now. What have you been making of her, Andreas? Jordan Nobbs, since she's come back into the team, she's been doing well, hasn't she? She's very important for for us, uh, but it's good that she can have a rest and. Uh, there was the discussion that Jordan should have been nominated for the Lionesses. But uh, mm. I must say, I'm I'm happy for her that she has now a few days of rest 
um, and, and doesn't have to play the international yeah. matches because she just came back from injury, and now uh, playing playing Champions League, playing the the Women's Super League, playing national team, the danger of of a new insurance of muscle problems would have been enormous, mm -hmm. and so everybody knows that in in her normal uh, performance she must be a member of the national team of the Lionesses. But uh, for now, it's better as it is now. Uh, and, and yeah. she, she, was, she was very good uh, yesterday too. And we all know what you have on her. She's such an important part for our midfield, for the yeah, for, for passes. And, and she has the eye for, for the, the offense. Yeah. Great player, yes. Yeah, no, no, she's a great player. It is great to see her back and great to see her in good form again as well after all her injury problems. I agree, actually. It is probably better that she's not away with it with a national side because it does give her a break uh, and her recovery time to, to push on because the last thing we want is for her to pick up another injury now, having just got back in the team and she's done so well. Um, we have had a couple of, um, you know, we've our sort of success, if you like, on the pitch over the last, um, sort of since the start of the season, really, has been recognised by... By the WSL. It was good to see this happen uh, this week as well. So, player of the month and manager of the month in uh, for September, both won by by Arsenal and probably well deserved. I mean, we, we have 100 record in the WSL, and and I do believe that um, obviously Beth Mead got player of the month. I think that's fully deserved because I, I think she's been brilliant, hasn't she, since the start of this season? And um, you know, following you know the fact that she was left out over the summer and things like that, I think a few things maybe she she bounced back really strong, mm -hmm. hasn't she? And, uh, and obviously Jonas, his first month in the job really properly, and he's yeah. won manager of the month straight away. I mean, wow, what a fantastic! What a fantastic start it's been um, for him. And, and again, I think that's fully deserved as well with the performances that we've put in and how he's managed to, um, you know, manage to keep everybody happy when he's got such a big squad and leaving players out at the starting line. It must be difficult. I mean, it, it, September was a good month. October started well. So we've got to be delighted. I mean, I mean, Matt, what have you made of those two, those two awards? Fully deserved, aren't they? Yeah, uh, 100%. Um, you've got to think when we start the season as well with the pre-season friendlies against Chelsea and Tottenham. Mm. And then you had the Champions League qualifiers. So you had some sort of way of Jonas setting out the team, sort of saying, this is the identity. This is how we're going to play. Um, it was brilliant. And he's just built from that. And when it got to that first game, everyone's sort of going, oh, it's a 50-50 game. You never know what Chelsea are going to do. You never know what Arsenal are going to do. It's going to be a... It's going to either be one of those games where one team dominates or it's going to be free scoring. Luckily, that game we won and uh, the next one was City and we played them at the right time, really. They had an injury crisis and we smashed them for five. Yeah. Um, so, really, we haven't really had a proper test apart from Chelsea and Barcelona this season, if you think about it. But I would say this is still the honeymoon period. <laughs> I'm expecting yeah. I'm expecting at some point I think someone's pointed out January January we've got City United and Chelsea all within yeah, that month Yeah, I did see that, that's a good point Yeah, no, it, it is, and you know, it's going to be I mean, we've mentioned it a few times already this season that it's a long season, a lot of games to play with all the competitions that we're in and, you know, even some of the more 
um, I wouldn't call them easy games. I don't think any game's easy, but maybe on paper, the easier games, you know, later mm-hmm. on in the season, coming at difficult times could, yeah, could yeah, cause yeah. us problems as well. So, you know, we've got off to a fantastic start and that's all we could have hoped for or more, really, like you said. I mean, even though Man City had problems, to beat them 5-0 was... That was a real statement, actually, even mm-hmm. even despite their injuries. You know, you might have expected us to have won that game, but to win it in that manner, 5-0, was, mm-hmm. was, was fantastic. Um, I mean, Emma, what have you made of those, those awards? Do you think that they're, they're well-deserved for those two? Do you think that was the right results? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I do believe I did actually vote for them, so I was pleased to see that went that turned yeah. into that ball through. And, uh, yeah, I think they did, especially Beth, she's deserved it. Not only has she been scoring great goals, she's been providing them as well, much like, much like um, we're used to seeing her. I mean, I think, where was it recently? So I don't want to be out of context, but I think I saw a stat on the women's football show recently that Arsenal has four of the, of the top seven assisters all time in the WSL. So, I mean, it's great mm. to see. And yeah, uh, yeah, no, for, no, yeah. for Jonas I mean, to win that, uh, sorry, quickly, for Jonas to yeah. win that as well. I mean, yeah, it's his only team, like much like Mikel in September with an 100% record. So, no, that was thoroughly deserved too. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, to be fair, we could have had maybe three or four players that perhaps remove a chance in September for some of the performances. I mean, Viv as well scored a lot of goals in September. Frida, brilliant, and Kim yes. of course. But, you know, I think Beth was uh, was a great choice. I mean, uh, Andreas, you must have been delighted for, for Beth in particular to have got that award. Yeah, yeah, for both. It's well-deserved. And I, I read a comment from a Chelsea fan. Uh, uh, she wrote, uh, even as a Chelsea fan, I must say uh, it's well-deserved. So yeah. this this says everything about it. Uh, Jonas couldn't have a better start with his no. with his team, and and what what Beth was playing in the first matches, she once said uh, she was angry not to be nominated for the Olympics. Yeah, and yeah. you could see you could see this in in the, the total will and power she brought in. Uh, fantastic to see her playing this way. I think we, we all had our concerns when when uh, DVD left. Uh, how would this affect Beth and her performance? <laughs> She's better than ever, so uh, mm-hmm. I think she will. Uh, this will be good for her self-confidence too. That she got this trophy from from uh, Player of the Month, not only of the week or of the match from from Arsenal fans, but from from the uh, mm-hmm. WSL Player of the Month. It's perfect. Yeah. No, no, absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And like you said, I totally agree. Fully deserved as well. And she does seem to be, she may have got a little bit of fire in her belly this season, having the disappointments that she suffered over the summer and stuff. So I think that that's been good as well. Um, Imperial Diffuser in the chat says, um, Jill's been excellent, um, but in order to stay, to stay fit, we may have to drop Kim in a deeper position, uh, which isn't worth it, in my opinion. Frida and Kim mm. are undroppable for me. They certainly have been so far, haven't they? I don't think you, you couldn't really want to leave either of those two out. Uh, and also, as well, he says, I'm starting to see a clear pattern in the string of games that we've played. The subs have been a game changer. They have actually. The, mm-hmm. the sub, substitutions yes. in nearly every game. And Jonas has said, hasn't he, that it's not necessarily the starting 11, it's the finishing 11 that's just as important. And you can see what, what's how that's worked out in virtually every game. The substitutes have made a big impact every single week. And, you know, that's great to see as well. Um, and also, in Pretty Views, there says, we've got a, a semi against Brighton as well. Yeah, that's coming up soon. Um, we'll face either Chelsea and City in the final, of course, yeah, so we'll have to play them again. I'd love the FA Cup uh, to be the first bit of silverware um, under Jonas. Yeah, of course, and I mean, that would be fantastic, wouldn't it? The first available trophy of the season, and he wins it. I know we, we won the first two rounds, um, you know, under under Joe at the end of last season, but ultimately, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the sort of uh, the end of the 
rugby competition it is going to be under Jonas and it'd be fantastic if we can go on and win it um and uh yeah in the final if we win it exactly as meaning yeah. about playing City and Chelsea yeah which we know that and Nigel says there with our current squad anything short of winning Ooh. the league title will be a disappointment <laughs> no I, I kind of agree I don't want to say that and I don't want to think that because you know yeah. it, it's Absolutely. a long season and we know how strong Chelsea are uh, and they're going to be firing for revenge when we play them in the league at their place later in the season so it's going to be it's going to be tough you know and, and yes we have got a great squad um, would not winning the league title be a disappointment? I, I don't know. We'll see how the season pans out. I mean, you know, I'm happy so far with how we're playing. Um, mm. and yeah, we all want to win some trophies. It'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? And at the moment, we probably look as though we deserve to win something with how we're playing. But it's only, what, seven games into the seven, eight games we played yeah. with, with the cup games as well. So very, very early days. Yeah, I think we need to just maybe just, just keep keep calm for now and let's, you know, let's see how we're going later in the season when we, you know, yeah. we've got big games. But yeah, I mean, we've got a great chance of winning the league. You know, we're going to be there or thereabouts, aren't we? We're going to be challenging. Let, let's let's be clear. And hopefully, if things go well, you never know, we might end up, uh, we might end up winning it. But I, I don't want to be disappointed if we don't with the way the season's going at the moment because, you know, there's so many other possibilities as well, isn't there? With other competitions that we're in, the FA Cup, as we've mentioned, the Champions League, which we'll come on to in a minute as well. Not, you know, winning that would be tough, wouldn't it? But, um, you know, we'll see how that goes. But actually, that'd be a good time. Actually, why don't we actually have a look back on what was, in the end, a brilliant, fantastic performance and result in the end, wasn't it, last night? And as we saw there from the, little, from the image, uh, the game last night, Tobin Heath's first goal which was a great moment, wasn't it? A great moment for her um, as well, you know, to get her first goal finally. And there was a couple of times earlier in that game, Andreas, where she had opportunities to maybe shoot and she didn't. And she tried to pass the ball. And then obviously that, that one comes along and, and she does shoot and score. I mean, did you maybe think she could have perhaps uh, had a couple of shots earlier in that game before she scored? Oh, it's difficult. She's, she's not the number nine striker. So uh, her task is uh, she's very very fast, she has a lot of speed and then uh, her crosses and passes uh, are, are very important. So uh, I don't expect uh, too many goals from Turban Heath, but uh, it's good for her that she now scored and mm -hmm. uh, it was it was a good moment in the match. <laughs> Just mm -hmm. in the stoppage time of the first half, the second goal, this was perfect. But uh, as we said uh, in uh, about the Everton game, we had a difficult start and, and uh, what what would have happened if Nicole Billa scores the the goal for off time after two minutes? This was a really big chance, and I think in in this special moment we we were lucky. But uh, and it took again twenty to thirty minutes until we we were rolling in this match. So well, it was. A difficult match, and uh, I, I had won before Hoffenheim, and now people may say, "Oh, four nil! What did you want before this team?" <laughs> no, I think uh, Hoffenheim was a really tough opponent, and uh, mm. yeah, the first the start was not so good, and uh, fortunately uh, we had this penalty, and and we have Kim. She she never mm. makes a mistake from, from mm -hmm. so yeah. It was it was uh, then it was a really good performance. We, uh, our our game developed. We had a lot of chances, and and, and we could uh, react from the bench again. This is fantastic. Yeah. Mm. All in all, no, no, you, you, you can only exactly. be satisfied. No, no, exactly. I, mean, I, I totally agree. I think Hoffenheim 
were a good, a good side, actually. And the game certainly wasn't as easy as the 4-0 scoreline at the end suggested it was. We got goals at good times, didn't we? We mm-hmm. scored at, at good good times at all of the goals, really. The second, certainly the second one just before half-time. That was crucial, that, because I think at 1-0 at half-time, the second half could have been really difficult. But to get that second goal, I think it settled us down. It made it much more difficult for Hoffenheim. And then, of course, getting a third goal straight after the second half as well finished it off. But, yeah, I think that was the key, really. We scored at the right times in that game. And sometimes that can be the difference. And I don't think it was a 4-0, if I'm honest. Over the the 90 minutes, we we probably 4-0 maybe flattered us a little bit. If Over the course of the game, we finished really strongly. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, Matt, what, why do you think we're starting games so slowly? Because it seems to be a theme, doesn't it, actually? Going back um, pretty much since the start of the season, actually, there's not been many games where we've started strongly. We seem to take out, take time to get going, don't we? Yeah, I think it's just the way we build into these games. Uh, so maybe, maybe it's just Jonas is telling them for the first 10 minutes just to make sure everyone gets a touch on the ball, make sure they feel comfortable and then just build on it from there. Whereas instead of going, right, OK, you need you to attack from the first minute till the 90th minute, which, which we're never going to do because in 90, no. 90 minutes of football, you're never going to have the ball 100% of the time. Um, no. But the game against Hoffenheim, I think the real thing was it was experience versus youth. If you think about it, uh, we had mm. players who were in their 30s all the way down to... Uh, Lotto, who's just turned 20, I think. Is that right? Someone's going to correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. 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 She's around that age. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's 20. So yeah. It is a bit of a balanced squad. Whereas was Hoffenheim, I think they had a lot of their, I think their average age was around 22, 23, something like that. Is that right, Andreas? Yeah. Yeah. A very young yes. team. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A young team. Um, that's one thing the commentators kept on saying is that this Hoffenheim team is mm-hmm. quite young. So it is Mm. a good way to show how good our team is compared to their inexperience. We have experience in, you could say, all these positions in the Champions League. So we were able to balance it. But it's interesting if we can get that first goal in the first 10 minutes to see maybe what would happen. Um, I think maybe versus Kogan, we might go more at it than they were. But it'll be an interesting game for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, we don't really know too much about them. I mean, Hoffenheim beat them quite comfortably at home, but they did give Barcelona a few issues, didn't they, as well? So I know that's on their plastic pitch, which maybe even that out slightly. We'll see. Obviously, we've got two games against that, that Koga team to come, haven't we? Um, Andy's in the chat there. He says, in my opinion, Hoffenheim certainly was a real test that we passed very well. Very important result. It was a very important result. And the way that we that we did it as well was impressive, I thought, in the end. Uh, after a slow start, as we've said. And Imperative Views there says the match against Barcelona is going to be hosted Ooh. at the Emirates. We're going to come on to that a bit later. Mm-hmm. I've heard people say the bigger pitch will work to our detriment. What's your opinion? Yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit later on in the show, actually. So stay tuned because that is one of the sections that we're doing um, a little bit later as well. So, but yeah, we will talk about that. I kind of, you know, we'll, we will get into that. But yeah, that's an interesting point, isn't it, about the bigger pitch? Um, might not necessarily be the best thing for us, but we'll, but we'll see. I mean, Emma, what did you make of the game last night? And obviously, in the end, it was a really important result and an impressive result, but it was a tough game, wasn't it? Again, like yeah. the other game, quite similar to Evan, wasn't it? They started well, Hoffenheim, and we grew into it. Yeah, I honestly think it's just getting a matter, of, uh, getting a measure of what the opposition are like. As you said, they they could have taken the lead 
in the first few minutes. But after that, we took we slowly started to take control. Yes, it was slightly laboured going forward and lacking a bit in the final pass. But once they got going, they uh, really started to control the game. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. always start slowly, like say against the, against let's say not once say better teams, but against more quality opposition players, teams like Chelsea, for example. So yeah, I mean, it would be nice if they, if they could get on the front foot from the off. But I mean, if it's okay the way it is, it's just uh, maybe starting games a bit quicker and you know, just gaining gaining a measure of what the opposition's like. Yeah, I think maybe part of it could be that Jonas maybe doesn't uh, know all the opposition properly yet, does he? Because no. he's not played the teams enough, and maybe he's trying to um, suss them out as well at the beginning of the games, maybe a little bit, and then. Uh, we can then he did do a lot of coaching last night, didn't he? When there was a break in play, he was yeah, talking to the players and, and maybe making a few adjustments as well, which I like to see that because it shows that he's thinking on his feet mm. and he understands what's going wrong. Um, mm. And that was that was great to see, actually. So he, he tends to do that quite a lot. And I think maybe he's still learning about the league. So hopefully what will happen is um, he'll start to know the teams a bit better. And when we play him a second time round, hopefully we'll be more ready to go straight at it rather than have to grow into it a little bit. Because it's a bit nervy sometimes, you know, when we're under a bit of pressure. And and as Andres rightly says, that early chance there for, for Bia last night could have could have made it a diff- different game if she'd scored that. So we'll need to be careful. And I agree with you, Amara, against the, the stronger teams, it's it's important that we do start quickly because if you go a goal behind against Chelsea in the first 10 minutes, cool. you're going to struggle to get anything out of the game, aren't you? So... Um, we managed to start well against them earlier in the season, which was good. Um, Imperative Views again says that uh, the match against Barca is going to be... Oh, we said that one, didn't we? Sorry. Uh, Nigel's comment there. Between last night's performance against Hoffenheim and the defeat against Barca, I'm finding it difficult to gauge where we stand among Europe's elite. That's quite a good point, actually, because obviously Barcelona were much, much better than us. And, you know, Hoffenheim were, you know, were probably equal to us in certain aspects of that game. But in the end, we were too strong for them. I mean, what are your thoughts on that, Mm. Andreas? Where do you think we do stand at the moment? Or is it too early to judge in terms of where we are in Europe's elite? Because we've only really played Barcelona out of the top, top team, haven't we? Mm, It's it's too early to, to say this. But uh, we play Barcelona and we all said they are playing from another planet. <laughs> but yeah. uh, we played Chelsea. Chelsea is, is one of the top teams in, in mm. Europe. And uh, we yeah. played Hoffenheim. And you can you can compare Hoffenheim or, or you can see Hoffenheim uh, is third in, in the German Bundesliga. Uh, there is Wolfsburg and uh, Bayern uh, above them. So, yeah, maybe this is is the, the place where we can fit in with Arsenal. So the likes of Wolfsburg and Bayern, yeah. But I, I, I must say, uh, I saw the match uh, Chelsea-Leicester uh, on TV and they had the same yes. problem. Uh, it, yes. it lasted 83 minutes until they scored. So Chelsea, compared the spot from Chelsea with, with Leicester, they are much, much better. But mm. it was difficult to score. They had uh, more ball possession, everything. But uh, in this match also, the bench, uh, or what, what Emma Hayes could bring from the bench, changed the match. It's the same situation as, uh, as we have. So mm. uh, it's difficult to say where we stand in Europe, but I think... It could be the same, the same step like uh, Chelsea, Wolfsburg, Bayern, but Barcelona mm-hmm. is uh, ahead. Maybe Lyon. I haven't seen them. They are the next opponent from Bayern, uh, Bayern Munich. So I will see mm-hmm. Lyon, and then I can say something about them. Yeah, I mean, I think it is a little bit early at the moment because we've not played enough games yet in the Champions League. And yeah, I agree. Chelsea are one of the top teams in Europe, and we have beaten them this season. 
So, and yeah, we've lost to Barcelona, we've beaten Hoffenheim. So, overall, we're, we're probably doing okay. But, yeah, I mean, what, what do you think about that, Matt? Where do you think we might stand overall? I mean, we'll probably find out more, won't we, as the Champions League gets further into it. If we can get out of the group and get into knockouts, then we're going to come up against some of the really elite teams. Then we'll really see, won't we, exactly where we are. Yeah, uh, just to divulge from that, just for a sec, because Chelsea have been gotten out of holes for uh, just by Harder alone this season. So they're just, yeah. wanting, they're just looking for that one person. Uh, that's three uh, three times in three games that she's scored vital goals for them. So mm-hmm. there's got to be some way to stop them, stop her. But when we come to these elite teams, it's similar to us. If uh, I think everyone in Europe knows if Viv doesn't score a goal, someone else will score a goal, um, which yeah. is where the team dynamics comes in. Yeah. Um, and I think... Uh, I think it's it is quite hard to uh, show how how far up and how or how far below we are between the elite teams. Um, you've got Leon who've got brilliant teams. You've got Wolfsburg again; they've got a brilliant team. Uh, even PSG. I, I, it's just hard to call. But I th- I, when we looked into that Champions League draw, you couldn't say for definite whether or not we were going to make it out. But it was going to come down to maybe this game against Hoffenheim. Um, but yeah. Andreas, you said never write them off, and they gave us a good game. Um, yeah. It'll be nice just to see how we go on if we do get to knock out. See who we get if it's a, if it's a PSG or a Wolfsburg or a Leon. I think a lot more attention will be on that game. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Yeah, I mean that's what I say. I, I think as the competition goes on, we'll get a lot more of an idea of exactly where we are. Um, Imperative views there has said that um, Leon are great, but the team that I believe can compete with Barca is PSG. Yeah, PSG is another another good team, and you know we'll see how the knockouts where the knockout brings us. I'm sure Andreas will be hoping we draw against Bayern Munich. Actually, that would be nice. <laughs> um, whether or not that would be a good draw for us as a club to get through, we'll have to wait and see. But certainly for Andreas, it'd be a good draw, wouldn't it? I, I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> you'll have, you have to get us some tickets and we'll yeah, yeah, go yeah. and enjoy it with you. We'll do a road trip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to do that, definitely. But we'll see. We need to get the group first. We're certainly not guaranteed of doing that yet, are we? I know we're all a bit excited after last night. I mean, Emma, where do you think we are in Europe and overall? Or are you going to maybe hang hang judgment until maybe we, if we get through the group stage and where we go after that? If I'm being honest, I mean, yeah, it's our first season back in Europe since, well, if you think it's only the second time in the last three seasons we've actually made it, where mm. and before that, I think when we caught, what was it, 2019 20? I think that was our first season in Europe for like six seasons. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, where you see, it's hard, it's hard, it's a bit unfair, I would say, to say, to compare us to the likes of Wolfsburg and Leon and Bayern Munich and teams that have been at that top and Barcelona teams that have been consistently. Um, mm. qualifying for the Europe's Elite competition for season on season. So, I mean, this is a start of where we can, of what Jonas wants to achieve and where we are in terms of stature compared to other teams. So, I wouldn't, it's a bit to reach their level. I, I think we are capable of it, but we're still at this very early stage. So, I'd say yeah, we can get to their level, but it's still too early to tell. I think it is at the moment, yeah, and I'm I'm confident that we can compete. I mean, whether that means Definitely, actually yeah. beating these teams and, and going on and doing well in the competition, or whether or not we just come a little bit short against some of these better teams, we'll have yeah. to see. But you know, in, in a way, it's good it's good that we've got time because 
you know, as I said before, I still think Jonas is learning. He's learning about our players. He's learning about the WSL. And he's going to learn a bit more about the, the Champions League as well, isn't he? And, you know, we've got a good opportunity in the group, you know, because it, it's it's a challenging group. But, you know, it's a group that we've got the capabilities of getting out of. And I think we've, we've shown that now after last night. And, you know, I say if we do get the six points in the next two games against the Danish team, then that's going to put us in a fantastic position, isn't it? Before we play Barcelona for the second time. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's working out quite well so far. But, yeah, it is a little bit early maybe to see exactly where we are. Um, Imperative Views there says, um, I'm glad that Viv got a goal last night. Um, she had at least two clear-cut chances, but decided to assist it instead. Yeah, she did. Um, is it because um, she was going through a goal drought or there was only three games? Yeah, I was thinking that, actually. She maybe didn't look quite as confident to take the shots on, did she? A couple of occasions, she could have shot and she passed, um, and maybe yes. the opportunity went. And it was good that she got maybe a slightly scrappy goal in, in a, in yes, a set. Yes, I mean, yes. it was a good shot from Jordan Nobbs initially, a good save, actually. But better sort of goal yeah, sometimes yeah. when you haven't scored for a while. You know, you bundle one in from a yard out and... You know, yeah. it, can make, it can make a big difference. Let's hope it gives her a bit more confidence yeah. in the games going forward. Because she maybe I wouldn't say she's lacking confidence necessarily, but she did seem no. more keen to pass, didn't she, last night, actually? Yes, yeah. than, than, yeah, then take a shot on, which, you know, you, it's nice to, to get a sister as well. But, you know, she is still the main goal scorer. She is, like, one of the top goal scorers in the league still. So, um, did you find that a little bit strange that maybe she seemed a little bit reluctant to shoot a, a few times last night, certainly in the first half? Yeah, but uh, her, her playing style is always she wants to score goals, but she also wants to assist. So I don't see any problem. And, and the goal she made, uh, she, you must be there at this moment, at yes, this very yeah, moment, yeah. because uh, the goalkeeper did a very good save. And mm. uh, if you're not there, you can't make this goal. So mm. uh, it's I don't see any problem, but, but she still has the nose for, for situations. And... Uh, and uh, as I said, I think she enjoys that there are others who take the burden of, of scoring. It's not only her. Uh, it's not, uh, I must score. If I don't score, uh, we, we will play nil-nil. No, she knows that uh, that the others are, are a threat for the opponents too. And I think she enjoys uh, assisting others. So. So far, yeah, no, no. She, she seems to, yeah, and maybe she's going to add a little bit more of that to her game. I got the feeling last night a little bit. She seemed almost desperate to set Tobin Heath up for a goal, didn't she? A couple of times, and in the end, of course, it was her header that set up the goal for her. And it seems though she was so desperate for her to get off yes. the mark, which was good to see because that's good kind of teamwork as well, isn't it? But not at the expense of us getting goals, which maybe a couple of times mm -hmm. I felt an opportunity could have been there for her to score and. And she passed and we didn't score. And you're a little bit frustrated, I found it. But ultimately, it worked out because it's a great assist for, for Tobin's goal. And, of course, she did get oh, one yeah. herself, um, which was great to see. I mean, that kind of leads me on a little bit to the next little segment I wanted to do. Just, just briefly, I wanted to talk about this. We're hearing some rumours that maybe the contract may be getting sorted out at this moment in time. What are we thinking about that, Matt? Do you think that... She, what, what one is she going to sign it, and two, has that already maybe in the process? Do you think? Um, I think it's quite a hard one to tell. Um, usually, when you're at a club, if you're liking what you're doing, you and you want to stay, you'd pretty much be putting that pen to paper, and it'd be a done deal. Um, I don't. With her being 25, uh, she's now looking towards her twilight of the year. She's going to be in a top form, her best form, you could probably say. 
Mm. Would she be willing to go on and look into other clubs, perhaps? Um, I don't know if... I think there'll probably be a lot of teams willing to try and put in that offer for her. Um, I hope that she stays, but I think we've had this conversation before as well. Um, mm. But if she can... If, if we do get a good stay, I think we'll be happy. If we do let her go or she decides to leave for whatever reason, then I think it's just a thank you and goodbye, but send her off with uh, as much as we can. If it means getting as, as trying to get going as far in Europe as possible, if it means probably not going for the maybe even if we're off the title by a point or something like that, it's progress and maybe that might also make her want to stay. Um, yeah, yeah. Her decision at the end of it. It's not. It's not really ours to say. We want you to stay. We can say we <laughs> want you to stay, but yeah. from uh, Arsenal players in the past, they've said uh, we've said that we wanted you to stay, and they've left for other yeah, reasons. True. So, yeah, I mean, I mean it, it, it's, it's a difficult one. I mean, something that I've noticed. That I don't know what what you guys have thought. Obviously, with the, the strength and depth that we've got. You know, Viv seems to be substituted off quite a lot recently. Um, and not that she seems particularly upset about it. But, I mean, Andreas, do you think that that may, be, may influence the fact that, you know, we've got such a strong squad now. She's not guaranteed to play every single game. And, you know, I say she's getting subbed off quite a lot. She's not getting a full game. Do you think that might influence her? Or do you think maybe she kind of likes the fact that we have got a strong squad and it means we're more competitive? Oh. It's, it's difficult to say because... Uh, she's not uh, used to being substituted mm. or, or, or not in the starting 11. Uh, but, uh, yeah, she's a team player. And all she wants is, is to win trophies with the team. Mm. And as long as she sees the chance uh, to, to compete with Arsenal for titles, for, for the European title, um, there is a chance that she might stay. And I don't think that will be a question of money. Uh, no. Well, uh, it, it will be the, uh, just the question, how competitive is the team she's playing in? Uh, how how uh, comfortable does she feel in the team? Uh, she, has, she has Amana as one of her best friends in the team. Mm -hmm. This is, was a good, a good step. And it will depend on, on Lisa Evans' future, I think. So, mm -hmm. yeah, there, there are more, more things uh, that, that will, will be... Uh, important for her and it's it's too early to say something uh, what i read uh, last week was uh, she changed her uh, profiles in social media so facebook and instagram with new uh, photos mm -hmm. with arsenal kit uh, on good news. Uh, this might be a good sign at least a sign that that she feels comfortable at the moment yeah i That's, mean we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. arsenal wants her to stay <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, everybody asks her what's at the stay, I'm sure, because of what great, great players she is. But, yeah, I mean, I agree. She isn't used to being substituted off in games as much. She isn't used to not starting as many games. I mean, she does start most games still. There's been the odd one or two. But, I mean, what, what do you think, Amma? Do you think that, that, that she's going to be happy with the, the the squad's more competitive this season? Or do you think deep down she's going to want to be playing, obviously, at all the minutes? Because what everyone does, don't they? Everyone wants to play, don't they, at the end of the day? I think, as I've said, as I've said on this program in the past, it's a good headache for Jonas to have. I mean, obviously, everyone would love to play the full game each time, but when you've got such a such a good, tremendous strength and depth, I mean, mm -hmm. you also want to protect your players for the games 
for the games that come so thick and fast each time. So, I mean, he's trying to, he's just managing, as I said, that's a key part, managing the players' workload and also protecting them and making sure, make sure, of course, they don't suffer any serious injuries as we've seen so so often in the past. I mean, as Andreas rightly said, I think it's right. It depends on the club's drive and ambition and, and, um, and let's see where they are in terms of winning trophies. But as I said, I don't think it comes down to money. It's just about whether she sees her future at Arsenal in the end. In the end, I guess. Yeah, and and I think I agree. If if we are competing in all the, for all the big trophies, yeah. then that's going to be the biggest influence in her decision, isn't it? Rather than like I said, I don't yeah. think it'll be about money at all. And yeah, I agree with what Andrea said about Lisa as well. I think if Lisa yeah. stays in London or certainly stays in England, then there's a very good chance that Viv will more likely to stay than if Lisa gets moved on and maybe goes abroad or somewhere. So, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other aspects involved. But, yeah, I mean, at the moment, I'm starting to feel a lot more confident that she may well sign a contract than maybe I was before. Because I think she can see, as we can all see, the, 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 uh, the evolution of this team and how it's mm-hmm. progressing very quickly under this new manager. And the strength of the squad as well. Um, imperative views there, going back to sort of what we were talking about Chelsea before, he says that Emma has been traumatised by the uh, Champions League final. She's been trying to implement a back three system after seeing how easily Barca uh, trespassed their defence. Um, that has taken a bit out of their attacking prowess. Yeah, you may be right there, actually. Uh, and also as well, the back three has been a hindrance to their attacking output. Uh, that's the reason why Emma switched to uh, back four against Leicester after 50 or 60 yes. minutes. Yeah, well, it wasn't working, was it? They wasn't scoring. And ultimately, <laughs> games, are, you know, you, yeah, you can you can stop the goals going in, but ultimately, you've got to score goals to win games. And, you know, she made that change and it worked. It's actually interesting. You go going back to the manager of the month thing that, you know, Jonas has already got two over him already, hasn't he? He, he beat her and then he's also got manager <laughs> of the month as well in, in his first yeah. month. So that's good to see. Hopefully, that will continue because she won't like that, Emma, will she? She'll be a bit put out that this new guy on the blocks coming and, and mm-hmm. taking the manager of the month straight away. So she'll definitely want to come back stronger after that, I'm sure. Um, Nigel says, there, I hope the Arsenal hierarchy can see the value in retaining our best talent and building uh, building up our women's side. Yeah, mm-hmm. I they seem to be at the moment. Um, Viv could go down as an icon of the club alongside the likes of Henri and Burkamp. Well, she's kind of heading that direction anyway. Certainly, She's certainly up there with Henri and Burkamp in the women's game for Arsenal. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, overall, I think if she does sign a new contract and stays and helps us win a lot more trophies and scores a lot more goals, I mean, she's already over the 100. So, you know, can she, yeah. you know, can, if she if she signs a new contract, potentially she could catch out with Thierry Henry's he's got so who knows but but yeah i mean that would be great wouldn't it if she does stay um what i did want to i did want to go back to the the, the point that imperative views made actually a bit earlier i wanted to talk about anyway that was the fact that the barcelona game now as, as it was announced today is going to be played at the emirates which i know a, a few people were you know looking at wanting that game to, to be played there uh, but the point that imperative views made and i've made it before when we talked about it about the, the size of the pitch at the Emirates, maybe favouring Barcelona, whereas the smaller the smaller ground at the... I mean, you saw last night they'd moved the lines in, hadn't they, at Boreham Wood, uh, which I understand was a, a UEFA regulation in terms of how far from the pitch the, the fans can be. So mm. it may have been a big advantage to play on that smaller pitch at Boreham Wood, as opposed... Although, obviously, a bigger crowd can come in at the Emirates, and I'm sure we'll get a, a really good crowd. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because maybe playing mm-hmm. at Boreham would give us more chance of getting a result. We're playing at the Emirates is going to generate more money through the uh, through the gate, isn't it? So it's a tough balance in that, really. I mean, what, what do you think of it, uh, Andreas? Do you think it's a good decision to play at the Emirates overall? 
we will we'll know after the match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> always difficult to say your advantages <laughs> of, of a home match in, in uh, they are at home at Borum Wood, yeah. But uh, the chance uh, that there are maybe 10, 50,000 mm -hmm. uh, crowd uh, cheering them up, maybe this can help too. And and uh, besides this, uh, I must say, the girls deserve to play in the big stadium. Uh, yeah, oh, they do. Yeah, I think uh, in, in their minds, that's also something uh, like respect or how can you call this, uh, what what they will feel, uh, mm -hmm. be able to play in the big stadium. Uh, mm -hmm. So we, we are respected. We are the Arsenal. We are playing in our stadium. So this means a lot, I think, for, for the girls. And yeah, and yeah, hopefully this match won't decide whether we qualify for for the uh, quarterfinals. I hope we win against Kogi two times. I hope so. And then... Uh, Taking one point against Barcelona would be a bonus point. Yeah, so. no, I, I agree. I think it would. And yeah, mm -hmm. potentially in terms of on the pitch, I think maybe playing at the Emirates maybe does favour Barcelona slightly more with the extra space, possibly. But I agree, we're not going to know until after the game, are we? We're up to, to know that for certain. But certainly in terms of, I totally agree. I think the girls deserve to play more at games at the Emirates Stadium this season. They deserve to play in front of a bigger crowd. You saw against Chelsea, what, it was nearly 9,000, wasn't there, for the Chelsea mm -hmm. game. Um, and you can see Barcelona being even even more than that because it's not very often that you get the opportunity to see a team like yeah. that play um, in in our stadium. So, um, yeah, that I think potentially, certainly from that side of it, it's probably a positive. I'm just not too sure about on the pitch. I mean, Imperative Views has said, um, Viv has always mentioned how much she would love to play uh, how much you love playing at the Emirates. Mm. Hosting a number of games at the Emirates will be a factor to Lura. Yeah, possibly it will. Um, so, you, you know, there's that aspect as well. But I, I think all, all the girls deserve to be playing at the Emirates a lot more regularly. And hopefully, as the season goes on, we'll see a lot more games there. You know, they've already got this one. Uh, we had the Chelsea game there. So it's starting to happen, isn't it? Um, and I say, I, I, if we could get 10, 15,000, that would be amazing, wouldn't yes. it? Yes. That game, it would be just fantastic if that could happen. Yes. I mean, what... what well, I mean, what are you thinking then, Matt, about, about the, the game at the Emirates? I know you were kind of in favour of it, wasn't you? Do you still think it's a good idea in terms of the bigger pitch aspect? Or do you think that we should just take the money and uh, get more people in and let them play at the great stadium? Well, this is the one thing I've actually predicted that I actually got right on this channel, um, <laughs> which is a first. And to be honest, I'm really, really sorry that I got it right because... Why? I think we did have a bit of an advantage at Boreham Woods um, from yeah. the, the size of the pitch at mm -hmm. um, at Barcelona. It was quite a it, quite a big pitch, so you can see how well they do. Imagine what they can do on a full size Premier League pitch. It's mm -hmm. it's going to be a bit of damage, really, um, as well. But then again, because we've had pre season at the Emirates. And we've also had the game against Chelsea. That gives us a bit more of an advantage over them. Uh, maybe, I think, during the week, Jonas might even ask the training ground staff if they can train on that pitch to make sure they're more prepared, more ready, make sure that the grass is cut to his liking, not Barcelona's, because <laughs> Barcelona, yeah. they like that. Uh, the slick passing, maybe if... Maybe do a bit longer, a little bit longer, not much, and uh, <laughs> stop their play a little bit. It's just to 
disrupt them. But it'll be big. It'll be it's a huge game if you think about it. Um, mm. I think that the attractiveness of it would be to bring in more fans. Um, I had to look at it, and because it's an eight o'clock kickoff, there's no guarantees that I'd be able to get home, so I wouldn't be able you to. Get to but local more people that are local would be able to walk through the door. I mean, twelve pound a ticket. True. Uh, seeing an Arsenal play in Europe is something not really heard of this season for the men's team. So <laughs> why not go and support the women? Um, <laughs> um, so it's, yeah, to, to be honest, it, w- it would be good if, if some, some fans who maybe generally follow the men's team, you know, because that game's at the Emirates, it's against Barcelona, might mm-hmm. you know what, let's come along, it'd be cheaper tickets as well. Um, yeah. And it might lead to a new uh, some new fans coming in and enjoying it and wanting to come and watch the women play again afterwards. So it's definitely got a lot of advantages in terms of the long-term, um, the long-term maybe aim of, of getting women's football in front of bigger audiences and getting them to play in the, in the stadium more. And I do think that, Overall, it's probably a good thing. I just feel for this particular game it, on its own, having a smaller pitch may have been giving yeah. us more chance to get our results. We saw last night when Barcelona were away in Denmark on a plastic pitch. The conditions didn't really suit them and they struggled uh, a lot of that game. And in the end, they did win, um, but they struggled to get a win. And, you know, obviously you'd imagine we're better than that Danish team. And if we played on our stadium, you, you could be confident that we could get more confident we could get a result. I mean, what, what do you think of that, Aim? I know, obviously, you probably won't be able to, to get to the game either, which is a shame. I mean, do you think it's probably the right decision to play this particular game there, or should we maybe play other games there instead? Yeah, I mean, it is two of Europe's arguably... Oh, we've got the defending champions and um, the defending European champions and Arsenal, who have such a rich history of being, obviously, the most successful women's team in England. And, and yeah, I suppose... I don't know. Some people say it could be detrimental. Some people say it could work to our advantage. But yeah, I mean, much how it reminds me of when their men's team, they used to just, oh, everyone used to think the new camp pitch was, they used to just make it look like a postage stamp. So I don't know. Maybe we could do something similar. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I don't know if I were to make it or not. But otherwise, like, we will win. We'll just watch it on TV and see what happens. So. I mean, let's see what, uh, as as the guys have been saying, to get people who don't normally watch the, who don't normally don't normally watch the women's game there, and trying to just get as many fans as you can in could certainly be of benefit to the time. So, I mean, let's see what happens. Yeah, I think the long term benefits of playing it there is probably outweighs the maybe short term benefits yeah. of that the result in that particular game, particularly if we win our next two in the yes. group against the Danish team, and then we're going to be in a very strong position to yes. go through even if Barcelona do happen to beat us. But, but yeah, yes. I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that works out. I mean, Nigel said there, a packed house um, for this game will be a fantastic visual for the women's game at large. Yeah, it will. And I think for, for the future of the women's game and the future of Arsenal women, it is, it is definitely a positive. Um, I just feel as though it's maybe going to make it more difficult for us to win the game. But yes. um, ultimately, that's that the way it is. Um, and uh, Imperative Views there says, Juve hosted their match against Chelsea at the... Allianz Stadium, they had 19,000. Did they really? Wow. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's a massive attendance there, isn't it? And, yeah, it you is. know, the potential there at the Emirates, I mean, I don't know whether we could attract 19,000 for the Barcelona game. Well, possibly. Who knows? I mean, we, yeah. we could be, obviously, we'd be second in the group, hopefully, by the time we play them. Um, and it'd be a really big game. So, be ma- yes. it'd be amazing, wouldn't it, to get a 19,000 crowd there? But for that game, I'm not sure we're quite ready for, for that sort of size. I mean, no. they struggled, didn't they, in the Chelsea game when it was only 9,000? It was 
they're almost caught out <laughs> by the number of people that were there. They couldn't right. deal with it, could they? The people getting in and this and right. the other. So um, they need to they need to work on that a little bit as well in the meantime before that Barcelona game and make sure Perhaps they've got. That's why they've decided to announce it now and not in say the yeah. next couple of weeks. Try to get the numbers there. Yeah, possibly. Of, like, Give yeah, everyone a chance to, uh, you know, work on the, the old logistics of it all, which they didn't get very, very well against in, uh, for the Chelsea game. So let's hope that maybe they've got a bit more time and they can yes. organise it a little bit better because I know the Chelsea yeah. game didn't work out in, in too great in the end, did it, with, with all that kind of side of it as well. Um, mm. uh, Imperative Views there says they made eight changes. Well, obviously, going back to the... Um, to, oh, would that be the Barcelona game, won't it, as yes. well? A competitive match against Atletico Madrid. Yeah, they made a lot of changes for that game. They did, and it obviously almost uh, almost cost them. It would have been good for us if that if uh, if um, Kogu had held on for a draw, wouldn't it? That would have uh, helped us out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I'm sure they won't rest eight players when they play us. I'm sure of that. No, 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 definitely. Um, and in Peter says, um, V9 mentioned that uh, a group stage game will be hosted at the Emirates. Yeah, he did actually. Um, hosting yeah. the game wouldn't affect as many fans as a Barca game. Yeah, that's true, I suppose. I'm in favour of hosting the Barca game at the Emirates. Yeah, maybe they could have had last night's one there, possibly. Well, no... They've got Real Madrid. Sorry, uh, Richard. I was just looking at their fixtures and they actually have Real Madrid on the 12th, three days later. Wow. Oh, do they? Yeah. Um, the game ah. before that is Atletico Bilbao. But then bear in mind mm -hmm. as well, we play Barcelona, is it three days after the FA Cup final, if we're in it? Oh, yeah, that's a good yeah. shot as well, isn't it? Yes. So if, we get, if we're in, yeah. in the Cup final, we've got the Cup final on the uh, on the Saturday or the Sunday, I can't remember which day. Yeah. Fifth, I think it's the 5th fifth, fifth of December, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, and then obviously Barcelona on the Thursday. So that's going to be cool. a, a tricky one for us as well. So yeah, Ooh. they've got a game the following week. We've got a big game potentially the week before. So it's it's it, i mean it's exciting isn't it it's exciting times and is, yeah. um yeah I, I suppose maybe that's true isn't it you, you couldn't really it wouldn't be worth putting a code game at the emirates because it wouldn't be the interest in it no. last night's game potentially could have been but i suppose with the men playing on monday maybe they didn't want to use the stadium that close i'm not sure but yeah obviously the barcelona's the most attractive game out of the three isn't it so You'd imagine yeah. that would have always got the got the nod, and let's hope that either way, whether we win, lose, or draw that game, it won't affect us getting through or not. I do think that the, the next two games, and obviously the Hoffenheim game away, which is the last game, is it the Hoffenheim game away? No, it's it's Barcelona's the last one because it. Yeah. No, no, Barcelona. Uh, Hoffenheim. Hoffenheim would be, yeah, Hoffenheim, I thought normally it goes, Hoffenheim you play first and then fifth and then second and then sixth. I thought that's how it worked. We, we play yeah. on the 15th December uh, at Hoffenheim. Yes, it is. That's the last one, isn't it? Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's right. I'll have you fixed it in my calendar, I, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I thought Hoffenheim was the last game because that's yeah. gonna, I was thinking all the time that was going to be the game that might decide yeah. who goes through. But of course, after we won 4-0, last night the potential is that we could potentially suffer okay, a, a narrow point. defeat there depending on how we get on against Kogu, how many goals we score and oh, how yeah, that's not a bad they do against Barcelona so potentially we could True. we could even get through with a very narrow defeat away in Hoffenheim possibly we don't want to think about that we want to <laughs> beat them but just as a as a backup plan yeah yeah, yeah just absolutely. in case it's potentially but we'll obviously the next the next two games are going to be crucial aren't they to see how Hoffenheim do against Barcelona as well because that they you know, yeah. I'm sure they'll give them a game because they are a decent team and it could be certainly over there. I think it'll be difficult for them as it will be difficult for us as well in that last game. Um, but we have got the advantage now. 
which is good. Nigel says, yeah, I'll take another loss against Barca <laughs> if it means we win a 15th FA Cup for the women and 29th oh, for the club. Well, yeah, if it still means we go through, I mean, you know, if it still yeah. means we go through to the knockout stage, then I think we could maybe take a loss against Barcelona. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But if that was if we had to get a result to enable us to go through, then I think that you, we'd have to think: would that be a price worth paying? Obviously, we want to win the FA Cup. But let, let's remember, Nigel, we have got another chance this season to the FA Cup as well, starting um, yes, after Christmas, haven't we? As well, right, so, yeah. yeah. So we, we could potentially win it anyway this season if we don't happen to win this one. But we want to win this one because it's the first one, and it would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, um, so, uh, in pet reviews, it says, I've got to get this in. Uh, Vicky Alasada in the month. He's watching Barcelona and us play in the Champions League. Yeah, that's a shame, isn't it? Um, but yeah, that's that is a shame. And then one, um, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure she'll enjoy watching us um, win a few trophies this season. <laughs> Um, obviously, unfortunately, there's not any games um, this weekend, as we know, because it's in, in, international break. Obviously, we've got um, we've got a few in the England uh, Lionesses squad, haven't we? A few players, not Jordan Nobbs, as we mentioned, but we have got some others in there, haven't we? Ruben White. And the player I really wanted to mention before we finish, Leah Williamson. What a fantastic game she had last night. Obviously, a great goal, but also how well she's been playing this season. I mean, Andrea, she must be impressed with Leah Williamson's performances this season. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She developed. She made uh, one more step ahead, and and she's she's now really a leader in the team. And uh, I think she's 24, 25. So, mm -hmm. Well, uh, fantastic development. And in, in our defense, uh, she's she's the boss. And uh, in, in the national team, she played in in defensive midfield. So uh, fantastic season so far from her. Uh, I think in Barcelona she struggled as uh, as all of our players struggled. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, yesterday she was very solid and and yeah and fantastic uh, header again. So yeah. And two goals already. I mean, she doesn't often score more than one in a season. So to get two already is, is pretty yes. impressive. And two good headers as well, actually. But no, I mean, I've, I've been really, really impressed with how she's, she's almost like the leader in the team almost in defence, isn't she now? Um, and that's just she's just been brilliant. You know, last night I thought she was probably our best player. I know um, other players further up the pitch would, would probably have, have maybe caught more people's um, eye. But I thought she was brilliant last night. I thought she defended brilliantly. She brought the ball out of defence really well. And in the end, of course, got the goal as well. I mean, what have you been making of her, Matt? Do you think that she's been... It's been a great... She's had a great season, hasn't she? Let, let's be fair. She's been brilliant. Yeah, I just feel sorry for her face after Katie McCabe smashed that corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, honestly, when you, someone smashes a ball against you, it does hurt. And I think the way she sort of waddled towards the... Um, just behind the goal, just to set... Um, almost just took a minute before she sort of... Oh, yeah. uh, she's a she's a great player. She's always been a great player. She's learned yeah. from some of the best players in England as well as the Arsenal squad as, itself. She's had great mo role models throughout throughout yeah. it all. She's uh, basically taken up the uh, captaincy of England from Steph Horton at the moment only because she's injured. But she's yeah. added more to her game in in that way. She's not just. Uh, player that's willing to hit the ball from the uh, from the back of centre defence all the way to uh, the midfield she's willing to uh, and it doesn't help always well it doesn't help to have a defender always got to go full in um a tony adams style shall i say 
Yeah, she is actually. She she's becoming, isn't she, the woman's version of Tony Adams in many ways. You know, she's popping up with vital goals and she's holding the defense yeah. together as well. And you know, she's she's a lot um, better with the ball than people maybe have often gave her credit for as well. I mean, I think she she's been um, she's been brilliant. I mean, in pretty views there uh, says there, geez, the power on that corner from Kate nearly took yeah. me his head off. It certainly did. It was it was certainly a corner, wasn't it? But uh, all she really had to do was get her head on it and it was going to go in, wasn't it? Because the power on the ball uh, kind of took it in. Um, and in pretty views again says there, Leah. Uh, Manu, Kim and Katie were the standout yesterday. Yeah, I mean, Manu actually is another one. She's been playing really well, actually. Another good performance from her last night, following on from Barcelona game as well. Um, and Nigel says there, if Tony Adams is Mr. Arsenal, yeah. Leah Williamson yeah. is Miss Arsenal. Yeah, that's, that's a fair point, actually. You get the impression she won't play for another club. Yeah, exactly, you do. And okay. I think that's a good comparison in that sense, actually, because, yeah, she does, she's Arsenal through and through, isn't she? Came through the academy. Mm -hmm. Her family are big Arsenal fans. And, yeah, and, I mean, what a season she's having. I mean, Amar, you must be uh, you must be impressed with how Leah's been playing this season. Yeah, she just seems to get better and better with age. I mean, from when they saw her from scoring that famous goal against Chelsea all those years ago, when she yeah. dinked over the keeper, she knew she was going to be special. And I think even whoever plays alongside her, whether it be Lotta or Jen, they always just feel comfortable. They always get that sense of security that she's going to always perform to a consistently high level. And, um, yeah, it just seems to feed around the teammates. Even her England teammates have said to her, she adds that extra... I, don't, I can't remember exactly what they said now, but she's tailor-made for that uh, role as captain that Serena Weigman's given her. So, I mean... Mm. Yeah, she just keeps, continues to get better and better with age, whether it be putting a tackle in or scoring goals. She contributes everything. And so, I mean, it's just great to watch that one of our own and somebody out of the academy of, of no doubt who many more could come to in the future could follow her example. Exactly. I mean, Matt mentioned about role models that, that Lee's had to maybe look up to, but she's becoming a role model of her own, isn't she? Um, yes. In this Arsenal team as well. And, and for women's football in general, you know, which, which is great. And it's funny, isn't it? You know, she's captain of England um, and she's only really third choice captain of Arsenal when she's behind, obviously, Kim and uh, and Jordan as well. So yes, it just shows sure. the leaders that we've got in at Arsenal at the moment, which, which, is, which is a positive as well. Yes. But, but yeah, I mean, I just really wanted to highlight her because I just think she's been brilliant. And I thought last night yes. she was just outstanding. I was so pleased when she got that goal because it really capped another fantastic performance um, from her as well. Um, Imperative Views ever said... Uh, what did you guys make of Tobin's performance yesterday? Ooh. It might be hard, but what's the best front three in your opinion? It is actually, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? I mean, I thought Tobin did okay last night. She got a goal. She had one or two good moments. Uh, maybe didn't shoot enough, as I mentioned before. She had a couple of opportunities. Um, I mean, that's a good question, actually, there. I mean, first of all, Andreas, what did you make of Tobin's performance last night? And what do you think is our best front three with everybody fit? Uh, it's very, very difficult to say. I don't yeah. think that we have, we have uh, the best front three. Uh, you can't say that uh, Tobin um, or, or Beth are better or, or like um, Keats or Caitlin. Don't forget Caitlin Ford. She had a fantastic yeah. season last year. And now she's only coming from the bench. But you, you could bring them in the starting uh, lineup. Uh, but one thing I, I would uh, mention or, or just discuss, I read today that Tobin Heath said, I can honestly say I've never played with a better player than Kim Little. Yeah, that. Did you read this? Uh, yeah. I think it, uh, this, this says a lot when, when a player from, from the United States won mm. everything 
and she played with, with the best players of the world. She she comes to to England, plays a few weeks with with Kim Little, and says, "Oh, that's outstanding what Kim does." And mm -hmm. yeah. uh, Kim is always uh, underrated. I think she's sometimes under the the radar of of people who say, "Oh, the best players." No, Kim is so important for our match. Yes. I was really happy to read this. This, and I think uh, Kim, she's she's very. Uh, silent and, and she will read this and I think she will be happy but it won't change anything no uh, I mean I, I agree I, I think maybe Kim's underrated simply because we all just expect her to be as good as she is every game we take it for granted almost maybe don't we so you don't really notice how good she is because it's just oh well, that's just Kim that's what she is that's just what yeah. she does every single week uh, and maybe if, if her performance levels drop, we'd maybe notice her more because she wasn't at the same level, but she never does. She's just always brilliant. And yeah, I mean, that was that was high praise from someone like Tobin Heath, is it, to say she's the best player she's ever played with? I mean, wow, wouldn't you think of some of the players that, that Tobin Heath yeah. played with over the years? So yeah, I mean, that, that was that was lovely comments to hear. And yeah, I mean, I, I do think maybe Kim Little does go under the radar a little bit because she, she does her job and she does it really well every single game, just consistently week in, week out, doesn't she? Um, I mean, it doesn't really answer our, our question about the, the best front three, though, does it? I mean, <laughs> but I, I agree. He was with coming that. to that. He was coming to that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's difficult, isn't it, to pick a best front three? I mean, cool. uh, just because we've got so many choices, and yeah, who is better than someone else? It, they're all good players. We're all great players, and we've got the great choice. I mean, if you had to pick three, though, what, who, who would you go with? If you just had to pick three for that front three, everyone's fit. Who would you go with? Yeah. You ask me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would uh, choose like yesterday, Tobin, Biff, and uh, Beth. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's you can't argue with that, can you? I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's a, what, what a choice we've got. I mean, what about yourself, mate? I mean, obviously, what did you make of Tobin last night, and what would be your front three with everybody fit? I thought she did well. I didn't expect her to get man of uh, player of the match, um, but. No. Uh, the play, I think the, the supporters club chose Katie as the player of the match for that. Mm -hmm. So it was a bit of a weird one. And then there was a bit of odd things here. People bickering about whether or not Tobin and Viv have uh, had an argument and they've fallen out and this, that and the other. But uh, yeah, she did. She had a, a good game. Um, getting that first goal was the important thing for her. Uh, yeah. If I had to choose... A top three. I couldn't really choose. Um, if I'm honest, come on, Andreas, pick three. You've got to pick three. Come on. Don't, 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 don't I think it'll be. I think it'll be definitely Viv and Beth, but I'm not sure about that third because, if I'm yeah, honest, I didn't really point. see Tobin as that sort of winger slash striker. I only saw it as a natural striker. So I'll probably go with some. Uh, I would probably go with. Uh, uh, sorry, not Kim. Uh, actually, yeah, I've got Katie. Katie. Go Katie. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, Katie on the left, yeah. She, she can play in that position as well. Yeah, and she, she's getting goals. Yeah, that, that was throwing her into the mix as well. Yeah, that's an interesting one. But, yeah, she's certainly been playing a lot more there this season, hasn't she? So, um, that's not a bad um, that's not a bad three. What about yourself, Omar? What did you make of Tobin last night? And who would be your front three that you would go with if you could – well, obviously, they're all fit. Let's assume everyone's fit. Tobin was good last night. I mean, yeah, she just had to be patient to get her chances. But on the left, where she's so dangerous, you could see what what she was, how tricky and so tough she is to deal with. But yeah, 
I mean, if I had to pick a front three, yeah, even Beth for me are almost undroppable. But it's so tough to with do the likes of Keats and Caitlin Ford. But I probably probably with Ju- and Manor as well. Let's not forget she can play as a forward as well. So yeah, I'd probably put probably just give Toby the edge. But it's so so tough because the competition in those places just fierce. Yeah. It is, and especially in those attacking areas. I mean, I think maybe the fact that, you know, um, Nikita Paris has been in and out of the team so far and she's yeah. played well in games. She maybe hasn't had a consistent run in the team because of the fact we are strong. But, yeah, I, th- I agree. I think Viv uh, Viv and Beth are, have got to be first-choice selections, haven't they, in, in our strongest um, team. And, yeah, that, that left-hand side, I mean, Katie McCabe's a good shout, actually, because she's, uh, she's, she's great there as well, with her goals as well. But... I think at the moment, I'm kind of liking what I'm seeing from Tobin Heath. You know, yeah. the quality that she's provided, a lot of assists that she's put in from that position. And maybe at the moment, she maybe would just about sneak in there. Because, of course, Katie can play left-back anyway, and she's great there as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're not leaving her out of the team because she, she deserves to be in the team. So, um, But that would maybe be... I may be tempted to go without, I say, the three from last night. Um, so we've had a few more comments coming in, actually. Um Imperative views actually just picked up the point that Andreas has made there. Tobin had high praise for Kim, said she's the greatest player that she's ever played with, <laughs> which, um, which we, we've said. And uh, talking about Kim Little as well, he's, uh, the Imperative View says there, a last ditch tackle was exquisite. Oh, yes. It was actually, wasn't it? Yes. You ran 50, 60 yards in the last minute of a game that you're 4 0 up into to make that tackle. Absolutely <laughs> fantastic work, right? Amazing. And that just kind of again, you kind of take that for granted. Oh, well, it's just Kim, that's just what she does, you know. But that, yeah. that was uh, that was fantastic. Um, Nigel, they're going back to the we talked about Leah Williamson before. He says, Is Wuben my uh, best partner in defense? I mean, obviously, Jim Beat is, is good as well, isn't yes. it? That's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, Wuben Moy is, is great as well, isn't it? Well, I thought she had a shaky start yeah. last night, some of her passing was a bit loose, but um, she grew into the game as well. I mean, who, who would you say, Andreas, who would you like to see next to Williamson? Would it be Wilbur Moy or, or maybe Jen Beattie? Um, they, uh, they have both uh, their qualities. Uh, yeah, Lata had some problems in, in the first 20 or 30 minutes, but yeah. she's very, uh, very solid. And, and she plays the long the long balls like Leah does. And that's, yeah. uh, that's a quality uh, Jen doesn't have. Uh, Jen is uh, she's she's calm and and uh, in, mm. in uh, when it comes to standard or corners and uh, I have a better feeling with Jen but uh, Lotta is is younger and uh, for for the future it should be our defense Leah and Lotta and don't forget she's also coming from the academy she's she's mm. she's a tuna uh, for for all her life and uh, yeah. she she once said uh, she she was a fan and now she's she's a player and and it couldn't be better than than uh, an Arsenal fan uh, playing for Arsenal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah uh, no, no, exactly. That, that's very true. Imperative uh, yeah. says um, Lot is great and she tends to, but she tends to have lapses of concentration yeah. as she did last night, which we saw. In my opinion, Lee. Uh, Leah and Jen would be the best partnership, possibly. Uh, I mean, what, what do you think about that, Matt? Who, who would you like to see as the, the two, the partnership there at the back? Because both partnerships are working quite well at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, it's really weird. When I when we were at the Villa Mac game, um, it was Lotta and Jen at the back, which was, was a bit a, a bit of a surprise when Leah was on the bench. Yeah, but when Leah came on, it was almost like Jen and Leah were telepathic. They could sense each other's uh, or what they wanted to do. Um, 
I'm, don't forget, we've got boy who's injured at the moment. Oh, and yes. Anna Patton yes. as well can play there. So there is options, and it's a good headache for Jonas to have. But mm -hmm. if, if you want someone sensible in there, you want someone quite experienced like Jen. Um, lots, I think Lefsa will get there in time. Um, she's got, uh, she's got, I think she's got the call up to England. So perhaps mm. having a few more of the similar defenders like a Millie Bright next to her mm. would give her that confidence to become more uh, familiar with the role a little bit more in time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's she played a couple of games for England. Actually, last, last time she came on, didn't she in the games? And yeah, I think the more experience that she gets, the better. Yeah, her concentration is still sometimes a bit of an issue. I mean, what, what do you think, Amo? Who would you who would be Williamson's partner partner for you, given a choice? Yeah, I mean, as I said, it's another good headache for the manager to have. But I just I just think with Jen's experience and the fact that she brings out, I'll probably just give her the edge. Lotta's still got a long way to go. Yeah, she's still only 22. And Pats has still got some way to come having come through the academy. I mean, they could even, well, let's not get too far of ourselves but in the future. They could even play together in defence, say, if they needed to. But I, I'd still stick with Leah and Jen in the meantime. Yeah, possibly. Uh, we've got uh, Colin there in the chat says, Leah Wilbermoy, the best partnership, maybe Patton yeah. should be playing at right back. Yeah, that, that's yeah. an option. I mean, I think that, uh, um, I think Maritz has been doing okay. Going back to the front three there, Nigel's gone with what we said, Viv Tobin and, and Mido. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's difficult, but yeah, I suppose you can't really argue too much with, with O3. We all kind of kind of think that's probably good. Um, oh, we've seen that comment already. Um, Imperative View says um, Tobin was decent, but she wasn't my player of the match. No, she wasn't my player of the match. I say mine was Leah Williamson, um, yeah. but it could have gone to a few of them actually. Yeah, I didn't think she was maybe the player of the match, but anyway, she did play well. You're right. And uh, Imperative Views again says Juve uh, yeah. were playing great against Chelsea, but they did manage to get over the line. Oh, um, tax is is way heavy. Yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't yeah. seem to. He, he's got a bit of a thing playing against Emma, hasn't he? He never seems to be able to get the better of it these days. No. So. It obviously continued in it um the other night as well um but yeah i mean uh and uh, oh and, uh imperative views but yeah simone uh will come into the mix as well yeah yeah that's true actually um obviously vicky's just back from injury and obviously yes. simone's currently injured isn't she so um yeah there's other options great options to have um as as we've said about the attacking players we've also got great options at the back as well which is going to be important um, yes. as well, you know, so we are keeping a lot of clean sheets at the minute with the defenders that we've got. Um, uh, in prayer, says, I don't want to sound harsh, but we need an upgrade on, on Noel Moritz. Um, no. Possibly, I mean, I think she's had a, had a decent, I know she, had a, she struggled against Barcelona, but then everybody did, I suppose. But I think she's been had a fairly solid season so far, actually. Uh, you know, yes, is she good enough overall? We'll have to wait and see, but I certainly think she's had a decent season. but and a pattern, as we've said, can play there. Um, so we've got options there as well. I mean, Wilbur Moy could probably play there as well, actually, because yes. he has a right back. So we've got options there. But I, I certainly feel that um, that, that uh, Noel's been doing okay. I don't think, yes. you know, yeah, oh, she's not our greatest player. I don't think no. anybody could say that. But she's certainly playing well, and, uh, you know, at the moment. Um, you know, I, I think Simone Boy can probably play there as well, actually, yes. as a right back, couldn't she, perhaps. Um, but, but, yeah, we'll, obviously we'll see what happens as the season goes on but yeah i mean it is it's good it's good that we're talking about different players in different positions that how many options that we've got rather than thinking well who have we got to play there because we've got no one else and luckily we haven't we're not in that situation are we and even in midfield where he's a bit worried suddenly that's looking even stronger now isn't it you know um with 
Freedom Manham and, and Leah Walty and Jordan Nobbs back. We've got Iwa Butchie's been playing there a little bit as well. And, you know, obviously Kim Little as well. So we've got plenty of options there as well. So it's looking good at the minute, isn't it? I mean, you know, we're, we're very upbeat about everything. And yes. as indeed um, we should be. Now, I believe our next game actually isn't until... The no, right, that's right. Thirty first against Brighton. Yeah, it's it's a long gap, isn't it? I mean, it seems like there's, there's an international break, obviously, which which leads one week. I mean, why why isn't there games the week after? Do we know, Andreas? Do you know why there's no games the week after? No, I don't. I don't know. I was wondering too, uh, but anyway, uh, we had a lot of matches so far, and and uh, for for. Some of our players uh, this time will will be necessary now. They will need the rest, and yeah, hopefully we we can bring all uh, back from the international break without injuries. So mm. so that that we have this strong bench and can react. So yeah, uh, of course we we fans we we will desperately waiting for the next match, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, give them some rest. Uh, it's it's good for us, I think. Yeah, possibly. I think you're right. I mean, we have played a lot of games. We've got a lot of big games to come as well. So maybe the, the, the extra week off might be, I mean, some of them will get two weeks off if they're not on international duty. But the ones that are playing international football, at least they will get a week off when they come back. And maybe that's not a bad not a bad thing. Do you know what the reason is, Matt? Is it just literally just a little break that they're having or is, is there a reason why they, they're not playing that week? You know, I'm just wondering if it's about the COVID restrictions because we've got three yes. Aussies in the squads. Um, so they're flying over to Australia for their games to meet up. And we've got Manu, uh, Manu as well. We've got to keep on forgetting Ma uh, Manu and Manu, uh, <laughs> uh, who's probably going to be off in Japan. So if you were to think about it, probably that's three, four players in the squad that's not playing in Europe. That would then have to travel up there to take him probably about two days to get over there and come yeah. back, have COVID uh, protocols. Yeah, they're probably yeah, yeah. already gone now and they're probably just going through the airports and having their COVID tests and then going off to the hotel now as we're speaking. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, I I it's, it's not just us, though, is it? There's no games at all, is there, that for that week in, in the WSL? So it's not... They're not just it's not just Arsenal that are not playing, it's everybody. So I don't know if there's a particular reason why they... Is it... And maybe it's because of that, because players are flying around all over the world. But the last international break... We came back and had a game, didn't we? Straight after the week after. So, yes, I think we um, did, yes. I'm, I'm really, do you know why am I? Why they're not playing? Is there any particular reason that you know of, or is it just literally just they haven't got enough games to fill their hut every week, so they just haven't? Yeah, off? it's a good point. I, I honestly don't know myself. I know we got they're playing. I think it's Northern Ireland and then Latvia, the Lionesses. I don't really know what else is happening off with regards to the other countries that, that are represented in our squad. But yeah, no, it is a bit of an odd one because I think maybe. I can only think with the season being so long, that's why they maybe they needed one big gap now. Whereas if you look at the, I don't, using the Premier League as a comparison, there's like once every month until Christmas, where I think maybe they only want to do in like two, one big one after the first one and then not have one until the springtime or something like that. That would be my best guess. Yeah, maybe. It's, it's just a shame, isn't it? Because obviously, as, as Andrea said, from our point of view as fans, you know, we're doing well. We want to see the next game, don't we? We don't want to wait for three weeks. No, exactly. you know, we, we want to see a game now, don't we? We don't want to wait around. Um, but I suppose it'll be worth the wait because it is a semi-final in the FA Cup, the next game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And let's hope everybody comes back from international duty without injuries. Absolutely. And we've got a, 
yeah, and we've got a big squad to pick from for the Brighton game, which is going to be tough. I mean, um, it's something we will look at, obviously, a bit closer to the time. Um, in pretty views again, says, I'm glad that Steph has been getting oh, a lot yes. of games now. Steph Catley, of course, yeah. uh, the injuries really troubled her at the start. Yeah, she had, a, obviously, a lot of injuries, and it's good to see her playing a bit more regularly. I still think she needs a little bit more games because I think she's a little bit off the pace slightly compared to some of the others. But, again, she's had injuries, so we've got to um, yes. put that into account as well. And the view says there, uh, Jordan uh, won't be called up um, still, due, due to lack of game time. But, uh, oh, right. Stanway was... Stanway. Yeah. Stanway, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know. At the end of the day, from our point of view, it's probably good for Miles, isn't it? Because it means she gets a bit more rest and ready to, to play in the big games that we've got coming up as opposed to risking getting injured playing for England. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not... That, yes, disappointed for her, I'm sure, but she'll be back in the England squad, I'm sure, eventually. Um, but yeah, it may be better for us that she has a bit of a rest and come back stronger for that big game, obviously, against Brighton. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm not sure whether or not we, we probably we probably won't be doing a women's show next week. Obviously, there's no games at all for to look back on. Um, obviously, the week after will be just before the Brighton game, won't it? The week, uh, the Friday before. Right, right. Um, so we could maybe do something to look ahead to that game. Um, so that might be a good idea. Uh, maybe have a week off. Next. Of course, anyway, next Friday, the men's team are playing against uh, Aston Villa, aren't they? On yeah, next Friday. I don't understand that. So, yeah, yeah it's well, it's, they just moved the games a bit silly, really. But anyway, um, but yeah, so it works out well because there's no women's game to talk about anyway. Nothing will be going on much because the international break. Right. So um, we'll have a week off from it next week and then we'll be back in two weeks' time to look ahead to the Absolutely. Brighton game, which is going to be uh, which is going to be good. I'm sure it will. Exciting. Exciting times at the moment, isn't it? Big games every week, it seems, and mm. it's great. It's a great time to be uh, to be an Arsenal uh, women's fan at the moment, definitely. In fact, you said, "Great show, lads." Uh, hate international <laughs> break. Yeah, I think we all hate international <laughs> break. But anyway, uh, you know, anyway, it is. We've got a long time yeah. to wait for another game now, haven't we? But anyway, I suppose it'll make the next game. Even yeah. Um, well, I say thanks a lot for, for you guys, Andreas. Thank you very much again. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Yeah, I did. Thank you for having me. Um, it was a great show for me. Thank you. No, brilliant. Thanks for your input as well, as always. And Matt, as well, a bit of a surprise to see you on. You said you wasn't going to come along. Yeah, no, that's good to have you back. Good to have you yeah, back. Yeah, it was yeah, good to have you back. Glad you made it. You enjoy it? Yeah, thank you for having me on. I didn't know whether or not I was going to be all right because I'm, I'm a bit ill at the moment, but I seem fine. So hopefully that means I'm on the men, fingers crossed. So at least, the good news is at least we've got two weeks to break, yeah. sort of break from this. Yeah. Now, yeah, you got um, thank you for having me on. It's been brilliant again, and it's nice to see you all again. Yeah, that's great to have you back on. I was so glad, glad you could make it in the end. Um, we'd have missed you without you being on because you're on every week. <laughs> we'd, we'd have missed you not being here, so it's good that you made it. And Emma, of course, I know we had a few technical issues at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, with the yeah, microphone, yeah. but we got there in the end. It was good to yeah, have you. Yeah, it's good, good to be with the guys. Yeah, I thought I just made one quick point now. Came quick recently. I just will be as quick as I can. In yeah, the past, I think I thought when you look back at going back to the Hoffenheim game, where we, if we get a point in that, I think ten points normally is enough to get through. We don't look too far ahead, but ten points might just be enough to make it through. Yeah, potentially. We'll have to we'll have to wait and see. But let's hope let's hope we can get through however many points it takes. If it's yeah. ten, it's ten. If it's twelve, it's twelve. We just have to try and get as well. Oh, as we yeah. Can. I remember um, we was in a group with Napoli a few years ago in Dortmund and Napoli got knocked out. I think twelve points, so you never know. No, you never know exactly. And it, it's you know, I would say the way that the group seems to be shaping up now, you know, yeah. you would imagine that yeah, yeah, ten points could be enough, couldn't it? Because our goal difference, if we can get a few against Koga in the two games, it's gonna oh, yeah, be that's gonna be key, yeah. 
And yeah, Mo- and, Marlin, and, Marlin Good, nobody mentions her as well. She suffered a really bad injury. Who knows if she's going to play again? So we never know what's going to happen to her. Yeah, no, that's a good point as well. Yeah, she's not got a bad injury at the moment. Yeah, that's uh, that's worth uh, mentioning as well. Um, Nigel in the chat there says, thanks again for a great show. No, thanks a lot for watching, Nigel. Always a, a pleasure to have you in the chat again. Uh, Imperative views is out. I guess we'll have to yeah. see the men that take L in a never-ending loop. Yeah, probably. Oi, don't say that. Don't say that. I think well too. They're playing very well as well. No, no, they're doing better, aren't they? Let's hope they can. And Imperative views is get well soon, Matt. <laughs> and as well says, get well soon, Matt. Yeah, yeah. He looks like he's fine. He's, 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 he's not on well. He's not on well. He's a great man. <laughs> yeah, he's like he'll be fine. He'll be fine. I'm sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, I say brilliant. Thank, thanks a lot uh, to you guys yeah. for coming on. It's it's not a show without you guys yeah. as well, is it? So thank you very much for your input as always, and to you guys in the chat, obviously Nigel, um, and uh, and everybody else as well. Of course, imperative views, fantastic comments there. Um, gave us a little bit extra things to talk about as well, which was nice. Uh, a little bit of a longer show tonight, which is good. Um, yes, but I say it makes up for maybe not being here next week because there's no game, so we no. made the most of it there while we could. Indeed. So, yeah, brilliant. Thanks to all you guys for watching. If you haven't already, please think about subscribing to the channel. We do cover the Arsenal women, uh, obviously, as you can see, and also the men as well. I'll be back on. Uh, I'm hoping to get a Crystal Palace fan on to preview the Arsenal Crystal Palace game probably on Sunday. And then I will be doing a watch-along on Monday night of that game as well. And, of course, next Friday at this time, we'll be doing a watch-along of the Aston Villa game, which has been moved to the Friday night. So we've got two midweek games next week and two consecutive weekends without any games at all, which is a bit annoying. Um, But anyway, we will cope, I suppose. Maybe we can do something else on a weekend, perhaps, instead. Um, (laughs) Andy's in the chat there. Thanks. Have a good weekend. Do you have a good weekend yourself, mate? Hopefully see you Monday for the Crystal Palace game. Preview says, he's sort of smiling. Oh, that's good. Hopefully she might be on on her way to being fit then. He said it was in a story that she posted okay. a few weeks ago. Oh, brilliant. Okay, well, that's good news, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Um, hopefully, she can be back playing very soon, although she's going to struggle to get in the team at the minute, I suppose. Exactly, yes. How we're going. Um, but anyway, that's a good, again, a good problem to have, isn't it? So, yes, um, it is. but yeah. So, thanks, I say thanks to Andreas, as always, and Matt and Amar, of course. Brilliant uh, from you guys again. And I say thanks to everyone for watching. Thank you for your support. Remember to subscribe. Give it a like as well before you leave if you haven't done so already. And I'll see you over the weekend for a Crystal Palace um, preview. The watch along on Monday, and and a, a couple of weeks off from the women, unfortunately. But we will be yes. back very soon with a lot more great stuff from the Arsenal women. As a few more victories on the way as well, I'm sure. So thanks to you guys, and we will see you all very soon. Come on, you Gunners! Come yes, on! Yes. Have a good weekend, guys. Speak to you soon. Yeah, speak to you soon.